morning, everybody, and welcome to Mornings with Ken. Hey, I hope you got your cup of coffee and your virtual donut. Why don't you pull up a chair, have a seat, kick off your shoes, and stay a while, because I'm really glad you're here. Hey, today I got, or actually this weekend, I had my first experience fishing. Yeah, that's right. Me out fishing. Um, and if you know me, I'm not an outdoors guy. Like, you know, no, I, I don't do really do outdoors that much. Uh, you know, I'm like, if I vacation, um, I'm not camping. I'll camp out at a hotel, a Hilton, or, you know, it's got to even be a, a, a nicer hotel. It can't even be a cheaper. Well, I guess it could choice ends that's good yeah choice is good but anyway so i'm not an outdoors guy but i went with a friend um, a, a friend of mine uh he's been asking for me to go fishing with him and finally we we found a date um uh, where we could uh plan and uh me go fishing with with my friend and um so we made arrangements and I met him and, and, uh, we went fishing. Well, let me tell you, first time fishing. I mean, I might have ran around with my cousins and brothers. I grew up around Lake Erie and Cleveland. I, I, I remember going to the lake and being with cousins and I don't think I really, I don't think I fished. I don't think I fished. I, I, but so I had no desire to fish, you know, fish, fishing to me is, you know, the fr frozen section at the supermarket getting Vanda was a Vandy camp fish sticks. I mean, that's my, that's my idea of, of uh, fishing. But anyway, so <laughs> I mean, here's the, there's the thing, folks, I don't understand why people enjoy going out on a hot day and getting in a boat or not getting in a boat and having the sun beat down on you and throw a line into the water and uh, wheel it in and hope there's a fish on it. I mean, I like success. I like quick success. You know, you go to the grocery store and, uh, and you walk on, Hey, I'm with some fish. Um, you know, so, Hey, I grew up past Fandy camps, uh, uh, fish sticks, whatever they're called. Um, although they're still good, especially the fillets, uh, like the little fillet thingies, Fandy camp frozen, you know, but you know, I, so I, I'll buy a good piece of fish. So I, I'll go back to the, meat section and I'll get a good piece of salmon. Oh, salmon is delicious. Especially if you have someone else cook it at a restaurant. <laughs> but salmon is is a delicious piece of fish. So that's my idea. In accomplished mission, because the mission is just to feed, to feed, like to eat, right? I mean, I, I don't want to, I mean, there may become a day where I might have to work for my food, like actually run after a cow or something and 
and bite it with my teeth and go, ah, you know, and rip it apart like a zombie. But um, those days aren't here yet. So if since those days aren't here, I would prefer to go to the supermarket and pick out my meat rather than spend three, four hours fishing and come away with nothing. Well, here's what gets me is when you do catch a fish and you're supposed to unhook it and throw it back into the water, what is the purpose? You did all that hard work catching that fish just to put your thumb in its mouth and, and pull the little hook out and look at, throw the fish back in the water. So, you know, I've never really loved to fish. I mean, this was my first experience really this past weekend. And, but what made it enjoyable? I was with a friend and, uh, we got to chit chat a little bit and, uh, fellowship a little bit. And so that, that was, that was good. That was good. But, um, again, I like to go mission set, mission accomplished, and that's it. Uh, especially when there's, when you don't, when you have to stand the whole time. Oh, my back was hurting. Oh my gosh. It was, but I had a good time anyway with, with, with my friend fishing. And let me tell you, now you guys out there are probably laughing at me because all you real men out there have probably been fishing all your life. And this, this city guy right here, uh, uh, let's go home, watch football or something. But, um, but all, all you real men out there, um, have fished probably all your life. But the thing gets me, you know, you, when you do catch something, and I, well, let me tell you, so did I catch anything? Did I catch anything? First time fishing? Did I catch anything? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I caught three. Well, I caught four, but one got away. As the fishermen say, you should have seen the one that got away. But, uh, the ones I caught were like, I don't know, like, can you see that? Like that size, maybe, um, bass, um, large mouth bass. So I caught three of those. One got away. So. Anyway, so my friend is teaching me. He he went out and got me a real, I mean, a, a fishing rod. And he, he wouldn't even let me pay him for it. Like, he wouldn't even let me. He just said, no, it's yours. It's great guy, great guy. And um, so he's teaching me. He's getting the rod all set up for me and tell me how to crank it. And he's telling me how to cast. He's trying. So he's teaching me how to cast. And, uh, the only thing I know about casting is you, you cast a video from your phone to the TV, but no, I, you know, casting, throw your, throw your line into the, to the pond. And, um, so he's teaching me, we're out there and he's like, okay, Ken, get that rod and just, you know, go back about two, three o'clock, release it about a little bit after 12 and let that thing go. Oh man, I put that up there. I get it so high, get it right, like almost 12 o'clock, fling it, 
and it comes right down here beside me. Or I hit him in the leg. So I hit him in the leg, I think twice. Um, I, I hit myself in the shirt uh, once, it, and it went in, or it went like three feet into some rocks. So that's my first <laughs> experience fishing. Um, so, but I was watching him, and uh, man, he just took that, he took that rod, flew it in, put it in the water. Next thing you know, I mean, within just a matter of seconds, he's pulling out a fish. And so here I am, I'm going, okay, finally when I got the, the you know, the casting down, I was doing pretty good, man. I was casting sidearm, you know, I was casting overhead. I was whipping it that way. Man, I was, I was doing good. And uh, he said, you know, you'll throw your line in the water and it had this little spinner on it. I don't know what it's called folks, you know, had like a spinner on it. And he said, you reel it in real quick, light, and it tricks the fish and thinks it's something moving and it'll go eat it. Well, my fish must've been full for today because no one hit my line. Those fish did not hit my line. I look over, there's Ken pulling another fish out. And I was like, he said, Ken, you got to go, you got to stand here and, and you got to kind of wing it against the water with a wet water flow. He's keep it a little bit closer to shore and fling it a little bit, you know, not too far out from the shore to the left or right, you know. I'd go, I'd go, you know, so I was getting good. I looked like Bernie Kozar from the Browns back in the, you know, Late 80s, early 90s, when Bernie was throwing that sidearm because he hurt his shoulder, he was like, man, I could whip that thing and get some distance on it too. I, man, I, I felt proud of myself whipping that rod around. And, uh, but no luck, no luck. Ken's like, well, the, the other guy's name was Ken too. He said, when we don't have luck here, he said, what you got to do is just keep moving down a little bit, keep moving down and, work a different spot and, you know, we're going around the pond and he goes, Oh, I got another one. And I was like, Oh my gosh, the guy's got another fish. I got nothing. I got nothing but seaweed. You know, I'm, I'm pulling my rod back up my and pulling the grassy seaweed out of my hook. You know, I'm catching a lot of seaweed, man. I could have sold that by the pound after I was done. But, um, so <laughs> I moved around and, you know, well then, uh, finally, finally, I go back to the original spot where we started off at and, uh, I threw it in there. Like he told me a little bit closer into the shore and I felt a tug. I felt a tug and I'll be daggone. So I felt a tug on the line. So he, he said, reel it in. And, uh, I'll be daggone. He, he must have took a bite and took off. And, you know, like how they do, you know, when they rob the little, uh, CVS stores, run in, crash through the window, grab something to take off. That's what my fish did. He, he took a bite of something and he just like, I'm boot. I, you know, so, so I never saw him, but I felt him give up the line. Cause he was tugging. He was tugging, but he just must have went like, you know, spit that, spit that hook right out of his mouth or something 
So anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm fishing. You guys enjoy this story? It's, you know, I don't know. I just, it's mornings with Ken. Hey, welcome to mornings with Ken. And don't forget, don't forget to order your book by me, the least of these, um, what scripture has to say about poverty available at Walmart online, um, Amazon online, BAM bookstore online, uh, Anywhere you order your books, um, you can order this book. It's all about poverty, what the Bible has to say about poverty. All right, enough for that commercial. Uh, where was I? So anyway, um, well, a little bit later, I have, have you know, I'm casting my rod. I got the hook, hook the bait in the water. And uh, next thing, another tug. Ooh, and I remember what Ken told me the last time. Ken said, when you feel that tug, give a little jerk with your rod. And um, that way they can't just, uh, you know, nip, nip, like take off. They got it in their mouth. Give it a quick jerk and it pushes that uh, hook up in their mouth. And I'll be daggone, that thing worked. Man, that guy knew what he was talking about. He, you know, he must have been fishing for 60 years, you know, but. So that's what I did. I felt that tug and, and I, and I jerked that line and, 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 uh, next thing I know, I was like, it, it was getting a little, my, my rod was starting to bend a little bit. And I was like, Oh, I got him. I got him. So I'm reeling him in, you know, reeling that little fish. And I, my rod's bending a little bit. I, I pull him up. Yeah. He's like this, this big. I was like, that's it. You were put up a fight with a, what, a eight inch fish? <laughs> But, uh, so I finally got it. And then, you know, I'm looking over and, and my friend, you know, I, I was thinking he's going to come and run, run over here and help me, you know, take, take the hook out of his mouth. But he was just telling me how to do it. He was telling me how to do it. So anyway, he's telling me and I, uh, you know, I get the hook out of the little fish's mouth and, uh, and, uh, I dropped him. You know, I dropped the fish on the ground. More fish. Then he flops and, and he flops over some stones. I thought, Oh my gosh. Now he's got a headache. I injured him. Now he's got a headache. So I, I'm, I pick him up again and he right out my hands again. You know, pick him up again, right out my hands again. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I, I didn't know. I wasn't expecting this. You know, I thought, you know, Hey, I'm trying to get you back in the water. You know, I'm setting you free. You know, go tell your friends. You know, come, come to me. I'll set you, I'll put you back in. So I finally grab him. I got him this time. And then I went, ouch. We got, is he, like, like, what do they got? What do bass have on that poke you? I don't know. He poked me with something. And I finally got him and, uh, and I, I tossed him back into the water. And I thought, well, mission accomplished. Load up and let's go home now. <laughs> um, like, cause I ain't keeping the fish cause I don't know how to clean fish. But, um, anyway, that's my fishing experience. And, um, but now on my second fish, on my second fish, well, hey, let's take a quick break and, uh, I'll be right, I'll be right back.
So my other fish, one of my other fish. So, you know, again, put in line, felt a tug, put a little whip to my, to my rod and stuck that fish right in the mouth, reeled that baby in, you know, reeled him in. And I like, oh man, I got another, I, you know, I, I call over to my friend. I go, Hey, I got another one over here. I'm, I'm feeling like a real fisherman by this point. But, uh, so I remembered how, how he told me to do the fish and you, for a largemouth bass, which I don't understand because largemouth bass, I mean, wouldn't you think they're, I don't know how, what size the mouth of fish should be, but I don't know. It didn't seem like it was that big of a mouth, but I don't know. So what a small mouth, the small mouth go like, like, you know, a large mouth, you know, bass going. And then small bass, small bass fish. I don't know. I don't know how it looks, but hey, maybe that's why all those girls on TikTok or whatever were doing that. Those remember those those lips things everybody was doing when they when they got like Facebook or I don't know one of those they would go the duck lips or I don't know what they call it. Maybe they, maybe they were getting, telling us that they were getting ready to go, uh, uh, fishing. But, um, anyway, <coughs> excuse me. So I got that other fish. All right. Another, another fish, but I seen that somehow the hook, it is, this had a four hook thing or three, three sides of this hook. So it has three hooks in it like that. Well, one hook's got them good in the mouth, but the other one's coming out, out of his eye. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh. So I got this, the hook through his eyeball. And I'm like, oh my God, how real? I maimed a fish. Like, is that against the law? I don't know if I'm going to get arrested. Like, I don't, I, I might not even have a fishing license, but it was private property. But, um, I don't know. What do you do when you maim a fish? You know, I'm thinking, well, I felt bad because then I'm trying to get it off his lip and out of his eye. But because the three hooks were like, you, you move the hook one way and it, and it, the other hook sneaks and pokes him in another. And I was like, oh my Lord, let me at least get it out of his eyeball. So I finally was working the hook and, ugh, and I pulled it out. I pulled the hook out of his eyeball and then I finally got it out of his mouth. And I think, oh my gosh, I maimed a fish. He's maimed for life. Like, 
what to do. Does he go back in the water with a patch on his eye and be like, you know, uh, oh, now he's, now he's a tough fish. Like he's, you know, he, he's the king of the pond now, king of the school, like wearing a patch over his eye, probably tattoo a picture of me right on his, uh, fin or something or it's like look a teardrop coming out of his eye tattoo or something like look what i've been through but i thought oh my gosh so he's got one eye and i made a one-eyed fish and uh so i'm i'm kind of worried about it it's like oh my goodness poor fish he wasn't doing nothing wrong he thought he saw something in the water thought it was some food he bit it and now he's got a hook coming out of his eyeball Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So, but hey, that kind of, that kind of brought me to a, uh, a less, a little life lesson I was thinking about. Um, or real quick, real quick, if you got your, if you got your Bibles with you today on Mornings with Ken, and you know, I talk about a lot of stuff, but today we're, we're kind of doing a Bible lesson, you know. Oh, I don't want to offend you. Now don't take me down off the internet. Um, but, uh, John chapter 21, John chapter one or chapter 21 verse, uh, let's start off at verse three, make this kind of short. So, you know, Jesus is calling his disciples to follow him. Right. And, um, well, at this time they're already following him, but they're kind of like, on a, you know, they're on a break a little bit. And, uh, Chapter 21, verse 3 in John. Simon Peter said to them, them being the other disciples, he said, I'm, I'm going fishing. Hey, guys, I'm going fishing. <laughs> and uh, they said to him, we will also come with you. So they went out, got into their boat that they um, might. They went out and got into the boat. And that night they caught nothing. Wow. And these are professional fishermen. I mean, hey, I caught four like my first day. One got away. I always wondered about that one that got away. Um, but professional fishermen, right? And they, they, they can't even get to the fish. They're out all night, it says. It says here. They, yeah, it says here they, they were out. All night and didn't and caught nothing. Now, verse four. But when the day was now breaking, Jesus stood on the beach. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Well, they didn't know. Well, they're coming from afar, and they're like, I don't know. Jesus therefore said to them, "True children, you do not have any fish." And they answered him, "No." So Jesus probably on the shore getting a little hungry. They've been out all night fishing. So he's coming up to the shore part thinking, man, I can't wait till they bring that fish in. Maybe I'll help them get, get the fish in and we can cook up some breakfast or something. And Jesus says, you know, hey, hey, you guys catch any, you didn't catch any fish? And he said, no. And he said to them, cast the net on the right-hand side of the boat and you will find a catch. Now, you know, because they're thinking they're in the water, the fish are in the water, they're on a small boat, like, what's the difference if I put it on this side or this side? 
the fish, the fish basically in the same spot. Like what? And Jesus put it on the right side, cast the net out. And that's the way to fish. I'm telling you, just throw a big old net in and haul as many fish in as you can. So, um, so he says, Hey, throw it on the right side and you will find a catch. They cast therefore, and they were not able to haul it all in because of the great number of fish. So, hey, Jesus taught them how to fish. And uh, if you remember an earlier story, when they were out fishing before he called them, uh, when he, he was walking by, he goes, uh, you know, hey, Peter, J Peter, James, John, um, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. And they immediately dropped their nets and they probably figured, you know what, we're going to go to the market and, and, you know, get some fish from the market. No, but I think they were, I think they, they're probably doing that as a business. So they probably know how to fish, but um, I don't know. So whatever, for whatever reason, they dropped their nets and followed Jesus that first time. And uh, he said, I'll make you fishers of men. And he did. He did. He, they ended up, you know, he took them in for three years, trained them and discipled them. Thus the word disciple. Um, and he, he got them prepared to fish for the hearts of men. In other words, telling them, telling the people about the Messiah and Jesus is here and, and, and learning how to share the, the good news. And, uh, Thinking to like today's time, often we as modern day believers, sometimes I don't think we listen to Jesus when he tells us how to fish. You know, I was new at fishing and I had to listen to my friend's advice to tell me how to fish, the proper way to fish. And then once I listened, then I was prepared to fish. So I had to listen to what my friend's telling me, listen, practice a little bit, and then be a doer of catching fish. And let me tell you, I, I, I didn't, I mean, I'm not, you know, a fisherman by name. I, I don't know that I want to fish, but I was bound determined to catch a fish. After he worked with me and told me how to cast right and what I was doing wrong, uh, the daggone it, I'm going to catch a fish now because now I'm angry. And if I have to dive in this pond and grab one with my hands, I'm bringing coming out with a fish. Um, but notice my friend had to help me. He had to teach me and I watched him and then I caught some fish. Well, it's kind of the same thing Jesus did with his disciples. He brought them to him and they watched him, listened to him, and then they learned how to catch fish of men sharing the good news. But remember that fish that I caught and the, and the hook went into his eyeball? He had to wear a patch and all his friends made fun of him. Um, well, sometimes we as modern day Christians can preach fish 
um, for men to come to know the Lord, but we do it in a damaging way. Um, the church has a history of sometimes doing it in a very damaging way, like how that fish got damaged and got his eye poked out. And uh, no, it actually was in there. It was just kind of hanging there a little bit, you know, like, He's gonna be look, he's gonna be looking sideways for the rest of his life, but sometimes the way we present the gospel does more damage than it does um, bringing them to the shore and and teaching them about the gospel and what Christ means and how to be a follower of Christ because we don't present it well. We we look at them, we look at them, and we tell them how their sin is just going to take them straight to hell and how their their lifestyle is going to take them to hell. Everything's how bad they are, what they're doing wrong. Instead of listening, listening to them and presenting the gospel in such a way that would win their souls. There's a scripture in the Old Testament, I believe, it says, he that winneth souls is wise. He that winneth souls is wise. You got to have some wisdom when you're trying to share the gospel. And sharing the gospel, you know, there's an artist I listened to, Larry Norman, in a, in a live album once he, he quoted, he, he kind of made fun of, of someone sharing the gospel. And he, he talks about uh, a, a guy walking up to a street person. And he says, uh, hey, do you want to hear the good news? And the guy goes, the good news? What's the good news? And Larry Norman, in telling the story, goes, you're going to hell. You know, and that's the way we approach people sometimes. Not necessarily in that tone or right, but we look down upon them. You know, maybe the person's not the type of person we're used to talking to. So we place instead of giving them grace, how God has given us grace and mercy, sometimes we're very harsh and we're blinding them to the gospel. Like that fish kind of got blinded in that eye, I would assume. We can become blind. We can help blind them by our attitude. So I think as we think about, you know, sharing the gospel, Jesus Christ was the best example. Jesus Christ was the best example of meeting people and living life with them. And then also going around and telling people about the good news that the Messiah has come. And sometimes, you know, as we see later in the uh, letters um, that the, uh, you know, the apostles wrote, uh, sometimes you had to be a little bold, um, but always in love and kindness. Love and kindness. You know, what's the scripture that talks about, you know, don't pull the, you know, point out the speck in the the other guy's eye when you got this big uh, um, log in your own eye. So when we share... We need to share how good Christ is. And yeah, that they are separated from Christ because of sin. But praise be to God 
Christ died and took their sin upon him, took the punishment and went to the cross, died and was risen again, all because he loved them. So that's what I learned on my weekend of fishing. So, uh, hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you do, tell somebody about the show. You can, of course, hear me on Spotify, Anchor, um, Apple Podcast, anywhere you stream your podcast, you can hear Mornings with Ken. So if you like the show, give me a like, subscribe, and uh, hey, have a great week. I love you guys. Bye-bye now.